Welcome to the Body Love Mindset Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Shan Elizabeth Clay. I'm a multifaceted online entrepreneur, mindset expert, and weight loss guru who is obsessed with becoming her best self and showing you how to do the same. If you are looking to up-level your health, your mindset, your happiness, and your success, then you are in the right place. My goal is to show you all that is possible for you and help you take those first steps towards your dream self. This podcast is your guide that will provide you with all the mindsets, tools, and strategies you need to start transforming your life into the life of your dreams. Body Love Mindset Connection is about learning to love who you are right now while pursuing your healthiest, happiest, highest vibe self. So thank you for pressing play and let's have some fun. Ready to go beyond the podcast and truly start transforming your life? Visit my website, www.shanelizabethclay.com to learn how to work with me. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Body Love Mindset Connection podcast. This is my first episode. I'm really excited to be here. And I'll be honest, I was thinking about like, what is my first episode going to be about? I was like, do I tell my story? What do I start people off with? And I realized I should talk about the question that I get asked most, and that is about motivation. I get asked about motivation several times a week about what motivates me now, what motivated me back when I first started my journey. How do I find motivation? I get asked that all the time. So let's talk about it. Let's get real about motivation. So here's the thing about motivation. Motivation has to be about you. It can't be primarily about other people. Like, yes, if I were to list my motivations, my family absolutely is part of it, but it's not the primary. My family is not my primary motivation for living the lifestyle that I do. My primary motivation is me. I am my primary motivation. I had to get to the point where I felt that I was the most important reason for being healthy. I had to feel like I was worthy of that level of dedication and that level of attention. And I had to be first. Obviously, like I said, my family is a motivation too. I want to be around for them. I want to be able to do fun things with them. But there's lots of things about other people being external motivation that are fleeting, i.e. my kids might not always want to do things with me. So it can't be the primary motivation around why I'm doing something. So your primary motivation has to be you. Here's the other truth. And this is the hard one for a lot of people. Motivation has to come from love. You cannot hate yourself into a healthy lifestyle that you love. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know anyone who's successfully done it or has successfully done it long term, have been able to hate themselves into a healthy lifestyle, 
But I know people who absolutely have been able to love themselves into a healthy lifestyle. And I know lots of people are all, all self-love is overdone, that sort of thing. I get it, but it's the truth. If you don't love yourself, that has to be your primary motivation. The fact that you love yourself has to be why you do something. I love myself enough to show up each day. I love myself to, enough to do the things that I need to do. I love myself that much. Now, did I always have that level of self-love? Absolutely not. I came from a place of, um, I was about to say like extreme self-loathing, but that sounds like a big exaggeration, but pretty close, like pretty close to extreme self-loathing. Um, I mean, on the surface, I looked happy and bubbly and fun, like most people do who have that kind of level of self-loathing. But on the inside, like I had a very hard time picking out anything about myself that I loved. And so eventually, and again, this came from a place of, um, you know, the voices that are spoken to you over the course of your life, figure, um, authority figures, that sort of thing, they had shaped this narrative of self-hate. And I made the decision when I was 30 years old to shift that narrative, that my narrative was going to be one of self-love and that I deserved that. And I tell this story to my clients a lot, but I actually stood in front of the mirror the night before I started my true health journey. And I looked in the mirror and I said to myself, if I never lose another pound, if I am this weight for the rest of my life, I will love it. I will love it. I will love every single thing about the person who is standing here in front of the mirror right this second. If nothing were to ever change, that would be fine. I will love her. And it's funny that love transformed into now I'm going to go do things that are healthy for myself because I love myself so much that I want to do what is in my best interest. And that just propelled and got bigger and louder as time went on. But it started with that moment of saying, even if nothing changes, even if I'm exactly who I am for the rest of my life, that's okay. And that's really hard to do. That's really hard to do when you're in that place of self-loathing, when you're in that place of not loving yourself to say, you know, fuck it. I'm going to love myself anyways. It's brave. So I totally encourage if you're in that place of that place of self-loathing, challenge yourself to change the narrative. Challenge yourself to change that narrative that you are not going to come from a place of self-loathing anymore you're going to come from a place of self-love and see where that takes your journey because it's a huge shift that occurs when lifestyle comes from love. Um, the other thing that is important when it comes to creating motivation, once you have that self-love established, is you need to create routines for yourself. That is really the big secret, I guess, to my lifestyle is I have a bunch of different routines that the second I put myself into the routine, I go on autopilot. And so giving yourself those routines to fall into so that it's not about motivation, it's about putting yourself in the right scenario, it's so much easier. So for example, for myself, the second my shoes go on, my brain just shifts into a different gear. 
And I put on my shoes whether or not I feel like working out or whether or not I feel like doing anything like that. If I put my shoes on, my brain and my body go, okay, we're getting down to business then. And, you know, the same with my pre-workout. I drink a pre-workout drink. It's really, I I swear it's a placebo effect at this point. Um, But it's part of my routine. I drink that pre-workout and my body knows it's go time. It knows that it needs to get into a certain mental state to do what it needs to do. And it's all um, just automatic. It really doesn't have anything to do with motivation at that point because I've set it up already. I have come at it from the place of self-love. I've created routines of self-love and those routines put me on autopilot. I also have levels of accountability. Excuse me. I have levels of accountability and I think that's really important too. Relying on yourself to be the sole provider of accountability. I mean, again, I'm sure this works for some people. It did not work for me. I could not be accountable to just myself, certainly not in the early stages. And even now, I need accountability to do certain things. Like I had a mud run this past weekend. I would not have shown up if I had not talked about it online and like talked about it with friends and family because it was way out of my comfort zone. I needed extra layers of accountability to get me there. So I still need that to this day. So find yourself extra layers of accountability if you struggle to get those routines going. So this can be starting an Instagram account. That was one of the first things that I ever did. I've had multiple Instagram accounts that uh, chronicled different um, areas of my health journey and It's really helpful to be able to put what you want out there, your goals, and have people, strangers, friends, family all be like, yes, we support you, but also we expect to see you show up. And knowing that there's people expecting me to show up every day living my best life is part of my motivation and encouragement to keep doing so. I feel that level of accountability. I tell everyone about my goals, even if they're far away. Like I plan on running. Here we go. More accountability. I plan on running another half marathon in the spring of 2023. There, it's out there. More accountability for me. So that means it's happening because now more people are expecting that in spring 2023, I'll be running a half marathon. So setting up different layers of accountability for yourself. But if you're relying on just yourself to hold yourself accountable to your goals, it's really hard, especially when you're new to a journey or you're in the early stages of it. The other thing to be aware of is your ego. Your ego is going to try to hold you back. Your ego is going to try to keep you safe. Anytime you step outside of your comfort zone, your ego is going to be like, oops, what are we doing? And get back here. You need to be aware that your ego is trying to keep you safe, not to be confused with being set up for failure. Too often we think, oh, I'm going to fail. I'm going to do this. I'm going to hold myself back. I'm going to self-sabotage. Not necessarily. What is often happening is your ego is saying, that's way out of our comfort zone. Back here is safe. We might not love it, but at least I know it and it's comfortable and it's safe for me. So let's stay here. It's not trying to direct you to failure. 
It's trying to keep you safe. So when you take that perspective that you're never really ever failing, you're never ever really going that way, it's just your ego trying to keep you safe, it is much easier to overcome because you're not battling failure. You're just trying to step out of the safety. So these are three things that I'm well aware of to keep my motivation going, to keep myself always moving forward. I create routines. I have extra layers of accountability And I'm very aware of the role my ego plays in either pushing me forward or holding me back. So these are some things. I hope this helps you with your motivational struggles. I hope this points you in a different direction. And I hope it gives you some ideas of how to create different layers of accountability for yourself, how to create routines for yourself, and how to get real motive, excuse me again, real motivation going. Real motivation starts with the self-love and that allows you to do those other things. So if you want to talk to me more about self-love or motivation, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on my website. I'd love to chat more about it. But that's all I have for this week, guys. This is my first episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll talk to you soon. That's the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to connect further, you can follow me on Instagram at Shannon Elizabeth Clay, or you can visit my website, www.shannonelizabethclay.com.